0: Hey friends, welcome to season three of the drive Through Moms podcast. So I just want you to know this podcast exists for no other reason than to share stories of God's faithfulness in other moms and encourage you in your own motherhood journey. I'm no expert, but just a mom that's seen Jesus work daily in my life and those around me. So that's my prayer for you, that you see him at work in and around you so that you can share those experiences with others. Here we go. I'm super glad you're here. Hey friends, happy Wednesday and welcome to Drive Through Moms. Today we are talking to two different moms. I can't wait for you to hear their story um, and the great idea that God gave them and how they just jumped right into it. Today we have Kate and Callie from the Kate and Cal Collective. Welcome ladies. Hello.
1: Thanks so much for having us.
0: Yeah, I am so excited. So I want you guys just to kind of jump in and introduce yourselves. Give me a little bit about kind of where you are, um, where you live, kind of what your life is like With you have children, and then we'll go into your ministry. Um, I don't know if you guys really call it a ministry, but your online community that you came up with, and we'll go from there. But um, So why don't you go ahead, Kelly, and just give us a little background about where you live, what your life is like in Pennsylvania, right?
2: Yes, we are in Pennsylvania. um, And I have lived here, I think, seven years now. I grew up in uh, Western Massachusetts, but I live now here in uh, South Central Pennsylvania with my husband. Um, We met in college, actually our first semester of college, and I never went back to that college after that first semester. But (laughs) uh, that's how we met. So we met um, 10 years ago. And we've been married for six years now. We have a um, two two and a half year old boys. So one is our our biological kiddo, and another is our foster kiddo who's been with us now since November. Um, and they are five weeks apart, so it's basically like having twins. And um, we also just had another little baby boy in um, in August. So he's, two months old now. So we have three under the age of like two and a half, which is crazy.
0: Wow. So you have your hands full. Okay. I don't know if you guys follow the Money Saving Mom. Um, her name is Crystal Payne, and I just found her on Instagram. Um, she's all about sharing money tips and saving money. Anyway, she has two. Um, she has a little girl that's probably... Maybe 18 months But she fostered a little boy And they were exactly the same age At the time when they got them And they were both infants Um, And so it just reminded me of her Just her story She's a a strong believer She's really sweet But you ought to follow her Um, Crystal Payne The Money Saving Mom Anyway Because she talks a lot about fostering And um, fostering littles And having her own littles Plus she has a couple older kiddos too But um, anyway You'd probably identify with her a lot So anyway Welcome I'm so glad you're on so, um, Callie, that was yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kate. So Kate. So Kate, go ahead and tell me about you. So you're in Iowa, correct?
1: Yes. So I live, I was born and raised in Iowa. We still live here. Um, and I live with my husband Cole and we actually started dating when we were 15. So we were high school sweethearts and have been married for five years now. Um, I, We had our baby, our first baby girl in November. So she just turned 10 months today. And yes, it has been really fun. I was just telling Lynn this, but I was a teacher previously for the last four years. And so this August was the first year that I was not teaching and I'm actually getting to stay at home with her and then run our Kate and Cal business um, part-time hours. So it's been a huge blessing to spend all this extra time with her.
0: Yeah. And especially after last year, I can imagine it was, you know, somewhat of a relief, you know, you mentioned going, not, not having that August rush of going back to school. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I grew up with parents that were teachers. I'm certified to teach, but by the time I got through doing my teacher, uh, uh, certification process. and um, I was like, yeah, this is not for me. Um, mm-hmm. so it's great when you find where the Lord really wants you and, um, are happy and thriving in a place that he has brought to you. So you guys have such a fun story that I want to dive into. Um, so one of you is in Pennsylvania and one of mm-hmm. you is in Iowa and you run a business together. So, how and i don't know who wants to go first but how did you guys even meet
2: yeah so we both are health and fitness coaches and so we met through our company that we still work for um and we're we're on the same team so we met 3 years ago now and um we it was a little more than 3 years and we ended up getting like put together to be kind of like accountability buddies And so that's how our relationship started and we clicked, hit it off. And um, fun fact about us is that we have only met in person one time in 2019. So we literally haven't seen each other in two years and that was the only time we ever met in person. But um, yeah, so last year, Kate was like, I don't know, like 35 weeks pregnant, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yes. And I was, um, we had just gone through our second miscarriage and were just getting our first foster kiddo and also knew we probably, we were hoping to be pregnant again soon. So we knew we were heading into a crazy season and Kate and I both felt this nudge on our heart to open up a community, a faith community for women looking for accountability in their walk with the Lord and their quiet times, that was like kind of the number one thing we had started hearing on our social media and from people we were talking to it was just like that was the accountability people were looking for. And Kate and I both looked at each other and we're like, are we crazy? Are we crazy for doing this? You're about to have a newborn. We, my husband and I were in, in a crazy season as well. And um, our husbands were like, go for it. Let's do this. <laughs> and so... Yeah. yeah, I
1: don't know if you want to take over from there. No, they um our husbands are like our number one supporters. They're amazing. And we actually fun fact, we just planned a trip for Cole and I and our baby girl to go visit Callie and her family in Pennsylvania in like six weeks. So we're super excited, but we have we laugh all the time because we're like, this business has literally been built through voice messages. Through text, (laughs) because we were in crazy seasons of life and we didn't have time to like sit down and have all these Zoom calls and like official business meetings. Like we talk over text almost every day and that's how this all has happened. And it has just been so God ordained for the fact that even through those crazy seasons, we really had to step out in faith and be like, no, if the Lord's going to call us to something like he's going to equip us to be able to see that to the finish line. And so we're just going to do this knowing it's really scary (laughs) to do that and start from ground zero. Um, we literally just opened up a new Instagram account in January for the Cal collective and just rolled with it. We are all about starting something before it's perfect. So,
0: well, and I have to say, I think it's extremely impressive and speaks to the fact um that obviously there was a huge desire and a need to be met that god's brought you to because i noticed um on the instagram account and i came across you guys well i think one of my girls shared it with me um i think it was my middle daughter and that you even opened up this account like what in january and you have a fairly large following already i mean god has used this and there's obviously been um a wide range of um just a need for it that was obviously there, whether it's, I mean, what do you guys hear from women as far as the need goes? Is it the community? Is it the, the, maybe the help with being structured in the Bible study or, you know, what do you hear from the women that have joined the community? And then we'll go into a little bit about how it all works.
2: I feel like,
1: Oh, (laughs) go ahead. I'll just say something quick. I feel like one of the things A lot of the principles that we've learned through the last year in our health and fitness business have been applied to the Kate and Cal. And so what we saw over there on the health and fitness side was when people have a structured plan or at least something to go off of and then a community to thrive with it, that we actually can stick to something and be consistent with it. And so, like Callie said, in our DMs, we were hearing constantly like, what are you doing for devotionals? How do you get started reading your Bible Um, just all these things. Um, And so we just kind of took that, saw that need and just let our audience tell us what they were looking for. Um, And that is why I think it has been
2: so successful so far. Callie, I don't know what you would add to that. Yeah. I feel like when... When I first started my first accountability group, it was the first time I always used to say, like, I'm just not disciplined. I'm not organized. I can't, like, keep up with anything. And I started my first accountability group for health and fitness in January of 2018. And that, like, learning discipline in one area, like, it started with my workouts, ended up pouring over into so many other areas. And I was like, if I can make time for this workout, I need to be able to make time for to spend time in the word and praying and being with the Lord. And so I made like my own rule of like, I'm going to do my quiet time before I work out um, because I knew I was making time to work out. So I was like, okay, I need to make sure I'm making time for both. And so I just saw that discipline kind of like pour over into other areas of my life. And so when people started asking, like, how do you stay consistent? I was like, I feel like it's all about learning. You can be disciplined. Right. Right. And the number one way that I have seen women become successful in that is when they're doing it with other people. Um, so often, when we're doing it alone, we don't. It's really easy to turn off our alarm or to like sit on the couch instead, or to scroll instead of opening our Bible because there's nobody else like checking in or holding us accountable. So that was how Kate, Kate, and I were like, I feel like a a group the same way we run our health and fitness groups would work because like that's how we have found success in like learning discipline.
0: Right. I was funny because I was talking to my son. Um, my youngest is a senior in college. I was telling uh, Kate before that um, before we started that I have three kiddos and my youngest is going to graduate from college this year. So after 12 years of having kids in college, we're almost done. We kind of see the light. Um, But we were talking the other day about time with the Lord and what that looks like. And, you know, as he's getting ready to graduate and, you know, interviewing and he has a job and he's a part of all different kinds of ministries and a a Christian fraternity at school. And um, he's in a really good spot spiritually. And we were just talking about how that the busier your life gets, you know, you take on the responsibility of a spouse and children and a job that, you know, your time gets more and more squeezed out and, um, that the, the, Time with Jesus is such a spiritual discipline, like you said, and that it's it's a lot like working out. In fact, it's funny because I didn't even really know the work outside of y'all's business plan um, and what you've been involved in. But that's really an example of what I was going to say is that it is it is a lot like working out is that Once you do it, you may feel like, I don't really want to read today or I just don't, you know, I don't have time or yes, I'm going to hit the snooze and roll over. Um, But once you start doing it and once you get into a habit of it, you feel better. You meet with God and he shows you something. Um, and sometimes when you don't, that distance in between those times when you have um, missed or not really spent time with them, then the, the harder the struggle is to stay consistent um, and that it does take time and dedication. Um, but there's also grace involved. You know, it, it can be something that we're hard on ourselves about um, when we when we maybe miss for whatever reason or shy away from it for whatever reason. So um, so then what is your biggest goal, obviously with Kate and Cal collective. Um, what would you guys say your, your main mantra is, um, with what you're doing with the ministry?
2: I would say our main, our main goal is to help women, moms, not moms, doesn't matter just women in general to be meeting with the Lord daily. Like that is the main goal. Um, and our biggest thing that we try to share with others is, um, like it doesn't it doesn't have to be perfect. I think we get so caught up in this ideal time of like I want to have my hot coffee and I want to be sitting in my cozy spot and like have my 30 or 40 minutes of time with the Lord. And if I don't have that, like if I'm running late or if I have too much like other things to do and I don't have time to do that, then I'm just not going to do it. Right. And it's kind of this all or nothing mindset with our time with the Lord of like if it's not perfect, it just shouldn't happen. And We really try to like teach, like, yes, it is good to make the time to get up early and have your hot coffee and have your like ideal time with the Lord in that sense, because those can be so fulfilling too and so life giving. But on those days when you are just like drained and stretched thin, like, Open up the Bible app on your phone and spend five to ten minutes listen, like reading in your car, or throw in your AirPods while you're washing dishes. And there's like an audio feature on that, on um, you know, and that you can listen to the Bible being read to you. And so, just trying to teach, like, to kind of get rid of that all-or-nothing mindset with our time with the Lord. It's so important in so many areas in life, and we sometimes forget about it when it comes to our quiet time too.
0: No, I agree. I think there's even been seasons where I am not a morning person, like not an early morning person. Um, if I'm up and out the door to I have a part time job that I'm still working and I and I get out the door to that, then that's, you know, and I'm on time. That's great. Um, so I tend to be more somebody in the evenings. But I really felt like there was a time um, that I would benefit mentally Um, in terms of my own thought processes in the middle of the day, if I were digging in a little bit, even just a little bit in the morning to start my day. So I know one of the times there's been a season where I started, like you said, I put my AirPods in even while I'm drying my hair and would just place, uh, play scripture or would read it while I was drying my hair. So even if I'm getting, you know, a chapter or something that I've implanted God's word in my mind and in my heart, then the thoughts and the things that come up during the day while I'm at work, um, you know, I know a little bit of truth from the morning that I read, whether I remember something from before then I've, I've given myself a little bit of an advantage, um, or listening to it in the car is a great thing to do on your commute. Um, so mm-hmm. tell, tell me a little bit about the logistics of how you're, so if somebody came to, they saw Kate and Cal on Instagram and they're like, Oh, that sounds cool. I want to check that out. Um, what's, what's kind of your way that you suggest they get started or, or how does it work? The process?
1: Yeah, we try to make it as simple as possible. Um, Instagram is m- where most of our members come from. And so, On our website, they would just sign up like you would really do anything when you sign up online. Um, And then what comes to your inbox is we just we have a group and we give you the link to join the group. And then when you get um, when once you get that membership, you get a monthly calendar. So we open up kind of new spots at the end of every month, right before we start a new calendar. And that calendar will give you about one chapter a day um, to read through a certain book of the Bible. We've been doing books of the Bible just straight through. Um, And then every day, whether they use all these things or not, they get to pick and choose like what they need from our group. But, We give a lot of resources that they can use. Um, We post every single day some sort of encouragement. We tell them to check in on that post once they've done their reading for that accountability piece. Um, With the Bible reading calendar, they also will get like this PDF note-taking sheet that they can print off and use to help walk them through the scripture. Um, Just some different components that we like to use when we read our Bible and we actually did an IGTV on our, on our page this week about that and what that looks like for us. Um, But just breaking down the scripture, looking at some reflection questions. And one of my favorite parts, and we hear this a lot from the girls in our group is on that daily post that we create where people are checking in. Sometimes people will just check in and say, Hey, you know, I did it today. Check. Um, A lot of times people will share something that the Lord showed them throughout their reading, or a verse that stuck out to them, or maybe a question they still have. And reading through those comments has been so fruitful, even in my own journey, for reading passages, because the Lord, the Holy Spirit, speaks through the Word. We fully believe that, and um, He speaks to each of us differently and reveals different things. And so it's been really fruitful to be able to have those conversations with women. Um, both in our daily check-ins but then we also do a couple of like live zoom meetings to just talk through things as well and that has been a really fun time
0: Mm -hmm. i have to say i love y'all's videos they're funny (laughs) they're on target and relevant um with how we think as women but also how we battle um lies from the enemy in terms of like you know Um, a delay or uh, I think one of y'all did one the other day about, I'm going to pick up my Bible. I am not going to pick up my Bible. Um, So I love, I'm so not the video queen when it comes to all this, my daughter and her group, she's all about videos and reels and stuff like that. And I definitely show my age when I try to do one. So um, those are, those are a fun, a fun add to, um, to your page. But what's something that you think you guys have learned about yourself during this current season? Um, of running the collective while you're mothering? I don't know who wants to go first or whatever.
2: Yeah, so the other day I was texting my husband and um, I was just, it's been a doozy of a week in our household (laughs) between like literally everyone has been puking at some point and just like a very classic like tough mom life um, week and I am also, you know, my kids are in that stage. The older boys are in that like separation anxiety stage and like really wanting a lot of attention, but I'm also trying to nurse a baby and that's a new thing for them. That's kind of a hard thing. And so I was texting him the other day and I was just like, no matter what I do, I'm never enough. Like I'm either a really good mom to the baby or I'm a really good mom to the toddlers, but I feel like I can't be a good mom to both. Or like I'm a really good business owner or I'm a really good housekeeper like homemaker, but I'm never all of those things at the same time. Like something is always, you know, the ball's always getting dropped. Either the baby's in the swing or the toddlers have a show on the TV or there's dishes in the sink or, you know what I mean? And I just felt like it was just such a good, as I was typing it and thinking through it, I was just like, okay, well, (laughs) that's exactly where God wants us. Like, of course, we're never going to be enough. We're never meant to be enough. Um, He is here to fill in the gaps and be our strength in those times when we just feel so weak. And I feel like when we went into starting this, I was like, how can we do it? And at the end of the day, the answer that I think we've come to learn is like, we can't, God can. Like, There have been so many seasons where I feel like, it's amazing that this is growing at all because <laughs> we are just in insane seasons some, some weeks. Some weeks it just feels like we're barely hanging on and the Lord always comes through. And um, so I think really what I've learned is like, and I feel like you learn this over and over again in life at different points but just like to surrender and let go of that control and know that like when we try to control it and try to make it work it's probably not going to and when we allow the lord to do what he wants to do with whatever it is um that's when we're really gonna see fruit from it and so yeah
0: no i would a hundred percent agree and you guys i just am so encouraged to be, I mean, probably twice y'all's age to see such wisdom um, in young moms that are willing to speak out and share about all this because it is super hard, um, especially when you're in the throes of littles. And I mean, God, you said somebody throwing up and I just took me back. I remember one time, one of my kids, I will not name who it is because they might listen. (laughs) I remember them coming to our door and saying, Hey, I got sick. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. And I run out their door and they were, you know, their rooms were upstairs. And I'm, you know, barely have my eyes open walking in the dark back upstairs to go back upstairs with them. And I step in a pile. He must have thrown up in the living room too, because I stepped in it and I cannot. So every time I hear that word, sorry, I know that's probably DMI, but there are just... it's such a hard season at times and it's really easy to get in this mindset of I can't do it all. I can't do the dishes well and I can't take care of the house well, and I can't take care of the kids well and be the wife that I want to be and the, and the cook that I want to be and and physically how I want to be. And, you know, you kind of have these self-imposed ideas that Satan plays on so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so easy to get into that mindset of, I can't meet my own expectations. And it can have this, you know, cloud covering over your mind, but it's so. The reason why it's so important to stay in God's word every day as best you can, because those Mm -hmm. reminders, especially I was thinking about this earlier in Ephesians 1, where God's reminders of you are loved and cherished and chosen before the foundation of the world and forgiven and redeemed and lavished with grace in Christ. Those are all the things we need reminded of every day Mm -hmm. um, to combat those thoughts and combat those Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough for whatever reason. So I... Love that story and that vulnerability of just sharing because I think that's something that we all kind of go through from time to time. Um, Kate, did you have something you were trying to say? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: No, you're good. I was just going to add to that, like, besides the overwhelming amount of tasks it feel like it can, it can take to do all those things as a mom, wife, business owner, even like down to the logistics of what we've been trained in. We are so unqualified to be a have a business at all. Neither one of us have business backgrounds. We don't have marketing backgrounds. We don't have theology backgrounds. Mm-hmm. But I feel like and I, I believe this so deeply that like the ultimate source of wisdom is God and his word. And so when he puts something on our hearts, then just being open to saying yes to that and seeing what he can do through that. And I would encourage anyone to, to do that if they feel feel called to whatever they're looking at because by the world standards none of this should be happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you guys um, coming up with this and, you know, in kind of a COVID time, it's very, I've seen a lot um, of a part of a few writing groups um, doing some writing on the side. The podcast was kind of that for me in that you felt like there was this such a dark time across the world of negative of negative and all of these horrible things that were happening that none of us have ever, ever experienced, and yet it brought to light a lot of anxiety in people that we had that we started feeling because of different situations we found ourselves in. And so you saw a lot of people come up with new ideas and new ways to share the good, you know. And, and that's what I started the podcast for is just to encourage moms that God has been there for us in the past. And for us to remember that when we come up against something else, because we all know something else is going to happen again, I mean, we live in a sinful world. So, but for us to be able to remember his faithfulness so that we're ready for the challenges that, um, that are ahead of us. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to share, um, something that I really felt like, if y'all don't mind, um, that I ran across this week that I just wanted to share and kind of challenge you guys with. As long as it also along with everybody else that's listening, um, I'm like you said, I'm not a Bible scholar, don't have a theology degree. I'm just a woman, just a mom, and so one of the things I've been doing the last few weeks is getting ready to start a new study in uh, Nehemiah. Um, don't know anything about Nehemiah, never really studied it, um, but I've been doing just like a cursory reading of the book. And so the Lord showed me something this last week in the fourth chapter. But basically at this point, um, Nehemiah is kind of distraught over uh, Jerusalem. Walls have all been torn down. And so he's gone to the people and now they're helping him repair it. And the enemies uh, around them hear that they're repairing it. And they've kind of come up with this plan to destroy him and attack him. And so Nehemiah stops and he prays. And scripture says, but we prayed to our God and posted a guard day and night to meet this threat. So after he prays, God frustrates the enemy's plans. But Nehemiah has his people stay prepared, um, working on what their task is, but they're still ready um, and protecting against what happens next. So in the fourth chapter, um, I'm just going to read this real quick. Um, He says, when our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it we all returned to the wall each to our own work for that day from that day on half the men did their work while the other half were equipped with spears shields bows and armor the officers posted themselves behind the people of Judah who were building the wall and those who carried materials did their work with in one hand but held a weapon in the other, and each one of the builders wore his sword by his side as they worked. And it goes on to talk about how that they were prepared at all times. Even when they went to bed, they didn't even take their clothes off. They kept their weapons hidden and on them. You guys being a mom, you guys know it's such hard work. It's, it's hard. It's rewarding. It's a God-given thing, but it's so important that as we're still doing the work that God has called us to as moms, that we're wearing that sword of God's word, and that we're ready for, you know, attacks and challenges that are going to come up. Because, like I said, if you've been alive even a little while, you know that they're coming and that the enemy is going to attack um, anything that he sees that's good and going to try to distract you. So I have to just say, it's kind of my challenge to y'all. I just really felt like I was gonna, should share. It's um, why I love your approach to. Um, this idea of a biblical community, but that it's based around God's word. It's not just the community. It's not just the um, friendships, but it's where you base your faith and where you're getting your strength and that it's about time mm-hmm. with Jesus. So I just wanted to share that um, with you guys um, because it really just spoke to me this week. We, Our pastor is always really good about sharing this idea of SOS. So what did the scripture say to you? How are you supposed to obey what you read and what you learned, and then who are you going to share it with? And sometimes I think we read it and internalize it, and then we forget to share it with somebody else. Um, anyway, sorry TMI, but I just wanted to share that with you guys. But I love that. Um, that was
1: really I think you can't get enough reminders for where your grounding needs needs to stand firm in, and I think that is a huge reason why we're so passionate about. Doing this because the world, social media, even and tasks with every, every, all the hats that women wear, it's so easy for our judgment and our heads to be clouded with all of that. That the source of truth is the Bible. And if you believe that, then we need to come back to it, not just in the morning, not for that one 20 minute period in your day, but over and over and over again. Um, so that's why I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that it's the basis of what we do and why we do it and how we do it. And then it's the first thing that we go to with whatever decisions we're making or how we're handling ourselves. Um, Is there anything else you guys would want to share about your community or your heart for moms um, or maybe anything else that so far you've learned since you've started this process?
2: I feel like the only thing I want to share is that like if you're listening and you're like, dang, like I am not making time To get in the word, or I am not doing this, or I am not doing that. Like, I feel like we get so caught up in beating ourselves up for what we do or don't do. And to just start today, like, just open up your Bible right now, or in, you know, 20 minutes when your kids go down for a nap, or whatever your schedule looks like. But don't feel like you have to wait until a new month or a Monday or, you know, anything like that. Like, just start today. And he is going to use that. So no beating ourselves up for previous actions, but just like moving forward in, you know, faith. Yeah. And I'll just
1: add on to that. Um, Even obviously Callie and I follow the, the reading plan that we set for our groups, but even within that, we always encourage everyone to just start where they're at, and do what they can and and try to do that consistently. So if you can't, if maybe this is one of your first times opening your Bible and that seems super overwhelming to do a whole chapter, just pick out a few verses. You can sit in a few verses for a really long time sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so just, again, it doesn't have to be ideal. It doesn't have to be perfect. You actually don't even have to understand what you're reading. And there's lots of days I show up and we just finished Hosea. And we are, we're finishing Hosea right now. And there's lots of days I finished reading and I was like, wow, I didn't quite understand any of that, but I showed <laughs> up. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit will honor that and work through that. And I, I do believe that God sees us and meets us wherever we're at. Mm-hmm.
0: No, hundred percent agree. And, and I will say as an older mom, um, I didn't probably do my first Bible study in terms of, you know, a women's Bible study at church where I went and attended. And it's so different now that with all different kinds of online resources. Um, but I remember going to the first one and it was a pretty in depth. It's a K. Arthur. I loved K. Arthur Bible studies. I don't know if you guys even know who she is, but um, they're pretty in depth. You have a lot of homework. But I remember um, coming out going, I've been in church my whole life and I didn't know any of this. Um, How did I not know this? Um, And just the more I dug in, the more I loved. But I was telling Kate before we got started, my oldest used to be sick a lot. Um, I think she had three bladder infections with super high fevers her first year, which who what baby gets a bladder infection? Um, Mm -hmm. But I remember pretty much every uh, Bible study, the first week that we would meet, she would be sick. And the last week that we would meet, she would be sick, and I would miss. And it was so hard to talk myself into, uh, "Well, you already missed. Why should you go?" You know, or "I didn't do my homework. Why should I go?" Um, and the enemy will use that. And and yet, um, I saw a friend of mine this week on Facebook posted uh, was holding her. I don't know if you guys have ever done the Elijah Bible study. That's uh, Priscilla Shire. It is so good. Um, But she's holding it up and she's like, I went to Bible study and I only did two pages, you know, just kind of as a outing herself. Like, I didn't do it, but I went anyway, because Mm -hmm. your point is so true and that God meets you exactly where you are, regardless of how much you got done. It is just a tactic of the enemy to keep you in a lie that you, well, you failed again or you didn't do enough. And that's just Mm -hmm. God just wants you to carve out whatever time. You can carve out whatever it looks like, and He knows your heart, that that's your desire, and He'll meet you right there. Um, And the more you do it, the more you want to do it, right? Right.
2: Mm, and like I feel like just that so relates to this just popped in my head, but like that so relates to attending church too. Like I'm in a season where I go to church and I usually am not sitting in church. <laughs> I go and I put my kids in nursery, and normally I'm either like running to check on somebody in the nursery or nursing a baby in the nursing mother's room. But I'm hardly ever in the service that whole time, and. I just have been so encouraged by other moms who have been in this season before me to say, like, keep going, keep bringing your kids to church, even mm-hmm. though it's insane that morning and it's hard. And um, so, yeah, there's just so much, so much value in showing up, even when it's not going to be exactly as we pictured it or think it should be.
0: Right. Because you're right. It It's especially in motherhood, as your kids grow, it is a season and There's different seasons within that, and I know my mom would was always would tell me, you know, when when we were in potty training season, he's like, Lynn, it's gonna, you know, you're gonna get over there. They're they're not gonna be wetting their pants at 18. It's fine, you know. I would be frustrated over whatever the season is, so it changes, and God teaches you different things. in each season, whether it's with your children, with what you're learning in the Word, with whether you're doing—I mean, I've done studies where they were really intense, lots of homework, or there were some where they were one page, you know, not a whole lot. And um, it it's a hard mental thing to get out of and not grade yourself on for some reason, um, but it still is a fruit-bearing thing when you spend time with Jesus, regardless of— of how much depth you get into but the like you guys said the discipline of it and doing it and setting aside time um just let the day you miss uh, my friend my best friend and I do this pilates we're in a pilates group online and I think it's one of the biggest things I learned from her that really had nothing to do with pilates in and of itself but to me it was a very spiritual um thought it was let yesterday go Um, You didn't work out yesterday. Well, today's today. You know, just do today. Um, And instead of letting what we haven't done be what guides our thoughts. So um, Mm -hmm. I'm just super encouraged by you guys and all you're doing. Is there anything that we can pray for you um, in terms of kind of maybe next steps for Kate and Cal Collective?
1: Um, This whole time, we've tried to just be very aware of where God wants it to go. Even when we were talking about like the concept of it and what this would look like. And we changed it several times. Mm-hmm. And ultimately we were like, we could sit here and talk about strategy and what we should do forever. And so we're just going to start with what's on our heart right in this minute. And so maybe if you just, and since, since then we've just been like, Oh, well it feels like the Lord is asking us to do this or move in this direction or steward this part of our business a little bit better. Um, so maybe just continuing to lead with with him in the direction mm-hmm. that he's supposed
0: okay. to go. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I'm I'm just so thankful that you guys were willing to be on. I know you've got babies down for naps, so you need to mm-hmm. go and have a little time for yourself before they're up. But I just wanted to say thank you so much for being on and for sharing your story um, and how God worked in your own lives because of things that you saw was important to you in way that you thought that you could encourage other people just through this idea that He gave you, but then you were obedient to do it, right? I mean, a lot of times God gives us ideas that maybe we don't uh, move forward with, but so I'm excited for you and your community that you're fostering and that God is entrusted to you and just pray that He continues to bless it and guide you and just keep giving you wisdom as you move forward.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having us.
0: Yeah. yeah. You are welcome. Well, hey, guys, I will post all of Kate and Cal's information in the show notes and where you can find them. And as always, thanks for listening. Happy Wednesday. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I love hearing how God is at work in the lives of moms. And it's such a great reminder to my own heart that God will be there for me again in the future when life happens. And let's face it, we all know it does. If you like what you heard, please share with your friends, as well as leave a review on Apple podcast at the link in the show notes, or you can find the link at my bio on Instagram at drive Thanks guys. And until next time, happy Wednesday.